Welcome in everybody to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 75. Uh, welcome into like my guest who just briefly came in just to play some games with us earlier. I don't know if you have your own streaming channel. I don't know if you have anything else, but welcome in Kate, um, who you. was playing games with us earlier and stayed in the chat and, you know, very kindly just said, oh, I'll stick around for a little bit if you don't mind. I was like, no, of course you don't. And of course, we have the cat in the hat, um, Bacon Sani, who's with us. And yeah. Uh, so welcome in, everybody. Uh, as you may or may not know, we are primarily talk about um, computer games and stuff like that. We'd like to talk about games that we've played most recently. We'll talk about there's some, maybe some gaming news. And we do have, she ain't, she ain't here, but um, in, in her honour, Beth's joke of the week, which is what we always end the show on. We, we always do that just before we uh, exit and to do some socials we do a little socials as well i'm sort of like just rounding it off just for just for the purpose of kate being here actually um so yeah welcome in kate and bacon so let's first of all let's uh say hi hi bacon bacon how are you i'm good thanks mate you doing all right i am tickety boo i'm awesome. ticking <laughs> ticking him by <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh Let's get the uh, show on the road in. So as we have got Kate in, I think it's only only fair to if we start asking you some questions, if that's okay. And that is more than okay. Perfect. So, as I said, welcome in, Kate. What's, like, we, we played earlier with Phasmo, and uh, that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later, so I'm going to get into that uh, into much more depth later on, but what? type of games do you like to play do you is there, is there any sort of particular genre that you like to go for um is there something that you played for you've got loads of hours in is there something that, or do you just chop and change now and again is you know what's what's the deal what's the what, what do you like to get up to like when, you, like when you've to got dip into a couple of different things um my favorite genre has to be the uh open world rpgs uh divinity skyrim the likes um i like things that are very storyline based but uh i have Definitely got the most hours in The Binding of Isaac. That's at about 1,500 hours at this point. I am not good at the game, but I just like playing it. <laughs> is, is it like an auto-shooter? Auto-shoot? Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, sort of along the same sort of lines as, say, Rotato or is it Vampire Survivors as well? I don't know if you're familiar with those, but like, it's like a... Is it, isn't it sort um, of top-down or side-scrolling or...? Honestly, not too sure how I would describe it. Um, the closest thing that I can think of to describe it would be kind of like mixing um, some sort of dungeon crawler game with Enter the Gungeon. Yes, but yeah, I I, I do know that, and um, I've never been brave enough to sort of get it though. I feel like it's one of those easy to easy to pick up, hard, um, hard to sort of master kind of games, isn't it? It definitely is. I think I've only got about fifty three percent of the achievements. But like I said, I'm not particularly good at the game. But it is definitely one of the ones that you can just kind of lose yourself in. Um, you can be doing runs with the same character over and over again, and you may not get very far, but because everyone's different, 
it's just hours of fun. Um, yeah, yeah, we're just uh, looking at it now. It's, uh, it's an old game. It's come out, what, 2014, I think it did. But it's, um, yeah, well, it's ten ninety nine on Steam. Any other sort of, um, any other types of games that you like to get up to in your downtime? I'm a bit of a fan of uh, card-based games. Um, oh, okay. One of my favourite ones at the minute is Slay the Spire. Uh, it's still yeah, a bit more of a dungeon crawler one, but yep. Slay the Spire is quite fun. Again, um, that's another one I've seen but not tried. It's just been one of those like, should I get it, Sean? I, but, uh, yeah. I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, there's a fan expansion as well called Downfall, which is where you play it from the point of view of the bosses. All right. Which is a bit more challenging. Uh, I haven't quite gotten the hang of that one yet, but it's definitely a a different way to play it. Yeah, like you said, it's like a roguelike deck builder uh, card game. Yeah. Yeah, card battler. You really go for like those uh, roguelike games. You are really are. Yeah. You do like a you do like a challenge. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have some more like downtime games as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of like Hexiles, House Flipper, um, oh, the popular I, stuff yeah. among Goose Flipper. Goose Duck. Yeah, House Flipper, I've got that. That's good. That's good. That's, that's I've, good... I've sung quite a few hours in House Flipper. It is quite therapeutic. It is. It's one of those that you could just sort of chill out to and just write, yeah. you know, switch off and that's it. If you're looking for a sort of like stress free sort of game. So, yeah. Uh, any other any other types of games, or is that that's basically is that pretty much your library? And is it PC, or are you more sort of PC or console as well, or just? Um... Uh, I'm more PC. Um, I do have a couple of consoles, but I haven't been using them very much recently. Um, my my partner is strictly PC, so <laughs> we're a very PC household. Yeah, I mean, my library's got some other random ones in stuff like Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, if I'm feeling a little yeah, bit depressive, that's kind of a good one. <laughs> Wow. Uh, death and taxes, uh, human or not. Um, that's a good. That's, that's some good. You've picked. You've picked some good ones there. Some that yeah, I. Yeah, I, I like to find of. things that are going to be able to hold my interest for a while. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. There's there's a couple that I've got where they're just um, they're just like starters for the games. They're just the demos, but they've got so much in them. You can see how they're going to make such a brilliant game, and I've got them saved purely so that when the full game comes out. It reminds me, so I remember to get it. Yeah, because some of, some of the indie games are just amazing. There's so much effort goes into them. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think I'm, you know, all for like indie games. As you know, there have been games that have come out where it's been, you know, a big following. Everyone's got it. Everyone plays it. They're AAA. They're great for a short time, but then everyone gets bored of it. But indie games, for me at least. And I, I, I'd imagine it, you might you might agree to this as well. But like you, we've, we've, as we said, it's like there's a lot in it. You just keep coming back to those ones and, yeah. and never get bored of them. Um, and that's what I like. That's why I like the uh, the indie game scene so much. But, uh, yeah, that's that's good. That's good stuff. I mean, I love that. There's a very there's a lot there that you can pick pick from, and you know. And they're not too expensive as well. That's that's also the other thing to point out. A lot of the indie games usually st- you know don't normally get anything beyond sort of twenty quid, twenty five maximum. I think is the most I've probably seen myself. Yeah, they're they're definitely a lot cheaper than some of the like the A grade games. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, which to be honest is why I go looking for some of them. I mean, you saw on on Steam free to play, and you can just scroll down until you find something that looks interesting. Yeah. Um, even if it is just a demo, the full game's not going to be that expensive. And if it's already hooked your interest, 
Oh, that's good stuff. I mean, um, as we said, we played a bit of a Phasma earlier. So that's, again, that's another um, another indie game that just uh, had its update. And I want to talk about that a little bit later. But before we go on, let's uh, ask Bacon. Bacon, is there anything you've been playing much of recently as well? Um, have you oh. had time? Because I know you've been, you're a busy I cat. To be fair, I, I have not had a lot of time. The last thing I played was literally, uh, was Gibbous that I spoke about last time I was on, a couple of weeks back. Um, I still have a lot more of that to play through. I'm At the moment, I am kind of torn. So I'm, I have a little bit of money in my Steam account. Um, and I've... I'm kind of torn between whether or not I actually do go for something like Baldur's Gate 3 or yeah. if I go for um, The Expanse. Oh, The Expanse, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, different styles of game. Yeah. Um, I'm generally not a massive one just for the narrative side, but The Expanse is a, is a fantastic series and one that I really enjoyed. Um, the game is set before the series, so you don't have to have watched it. Um, and I watched, um, what was it, uh, Hello, It's Colo, uh, play the first episode. She did it as part of a stream that she did with um, Telltale. And I have to admit, it, it's whilst it's not, you know, it's not like an action style game in terms of what you've got to do. It's, it's, a lot of it is, is purely about the kind of choices you make and the fact that the choices do affect the story. Yeah. Um, I, I have to admit, it has intrigued me, but given discounts and everything else, I could probably get either either for the same price. So, yeah. And the problem I have, as you know, is I don't get a massive amount of time at the moment to play. And I'm thinking, like, if I were to get Baldur's Gate 3 now, maybe I'd get to, like, Act 3 somewhere around, I'd guess, 2030. That's about how long it would take me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I've got, I do have a load on my list as well. I've still got Cloudpunk to complete. Um, that I started. I haven't started Deep Sky Derelicts yet, but that's a curious one that I got that I liked. I want to replay um, Strange Horticulture because I thought that was awesome. Oh, so, yeah, there's I, a different, there's a couple of endings. Yeah, there's, there's eight different endings. Eight. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I got, I got one of the bad ones last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Basically, everything died. Um, <laughs> Russell is another one as well that I'm partway through. I'm partway through so many freaking games, it's ridiculous. And I've got, I've still got a load on my lists of things that I've either bought and not played yet, or what have you. Um, and this is always the problem why I was, I, I kind of struggled to think: Do I get into any of the MMOs? Because if I haven't got enough time at the moment to play single-player games, how am I ever gonna, you know, spend the time playing something bigger? So yeah, uh, unfortunately, no. Yeah, although I, I was planning to play something today, and as per usual, I didn't. But all I've got to do tomorrow is cut the grass. So I'm thinking, plenty of time for the game. I've just got to decide which one. <laughs> as long as it don't rain. Unless you want, <laughs> unless you need the rain. But yeah. Well, to be, well I assume it's one of those things that like, assuming it's I wouldn't electric. mind. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's, oh, well, right. it's battery. Oh, okay. So um, then yeah. maybe you might get away <laughs> without being fried. To, to, to be fair, if, if I keep hoping it's going to rain that much more, I'm going to end up with like triffids the size of God knows what. So it really doesn't good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, and there's been a few random games, like a lot of like older games um, that are look ridiculous in terms of like, just they've got some really bizarre quirks to them. So one of the ones that I watched um, 
another uh, a YouTuber play actually was uh, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Um, and the reason I got this was partly because I thought it would be one that would be hilarious to stream, because you can do so. It, it's it's your typical. I say typical. It's your your kind of um, I guess Skyrim esque type game. Um, so you got mag- obviously magic and um, the usual the usual classes you would get, but on on some levels you can uh, so you can you can freeze part of the floor like if you're using certain spells, which cause the en- the enemies to slide. And I watched this guy do. He was fighting, I think, a group on a um, on this kind of like this building on the outcrop of of these rocks. And he literally just just put down some ice right near the edge. All of the enemies went and slid straight off the map. So that, that kind of thing is it's got it's got plenty of uh, plenty of depth in terms of what you can do, how you can do it, some of the weird and wonderful things you can do. So that's another game that that I actually want to get around to playing. What was your question again? <laughs> no, I, no, I haven't played. <laughs> no, nothing. Unfortunately, nothing no. Else, yeah. No, uh, sadly well, so. But still, I I would love to be able to see some of your streams at some point. Is but unfortunately, I know you <laughs> like you said you've been busy. So, but I think because the last thing I did see, I must have been one of the, was a strange horticulture. culture. That was probably the last thing I actually I think, streamed. To be I fair, I think it was. Yeah, I've yet to sort of get really going in that, but I like the con. I liked it. I liked the concept of it, which is why I got it. But yeah. haven't put much hours into it. I chop and change quite a lot. I think you're aware of that. But I mean, I, yeah. When I if I stream something, usually I stick with the usual stuff. Um, but occasionally I might drop in um, some story driven game. Um, and maybe or maybe they don't have voices, and then I just might provide them. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I might do that. Um, there is a couple that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, obviously, Gerda was is probably my biggest. My I would say my biggest story driven game where there's not been voice acting in it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, that became I would say it's probably one of my biggest like followings you know when people have come into it because they know they're going to get something out of it as me making like these silly little voices and then like people just come in i think we had we're jelly yoga jelly our friend jelly coming in and like yes in in the dlc that i did and he went oh do you want to join us i was like yes i not realizing of course it was the last 10 minutes of the game and it was just him doing the laughing <laughs> the voices i was like yes payback's mine but um it was it was that was fun that was always good it was that and uh dave the diver wasn't it, it was the other dave the did. diver actually i did yeah but i'm not oh, that was with 3d wasn't it well i did well see now here's the thing with um 3d he did, He because I said I was going to do, I had this idea that what I would do, so really more like for Kate, um, like more than anything, just to sort of introduce us to what we do. So like Dave the Diver came out, I got it. Then I done Greta, uh, the DLC. So I did the voices for that. Then I said, oh, it'd be a good idea to, 
And I know Freddie fr- openly admitted it. He said, oh, I've stole this idea from um, Steve anyway, so don't, don't, don't matter. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so he, he, he he's going to be fine with me saying this, but like he said, why don't we get together? So me, um, B, and uh, Freddie, like we would, we joined Discord and we, he play, Freddie played Dave the Diver and gave us, um, we chose it, we chose our characters. So I decided to add a voice to a couple of characters. B did a couple of characters, and obviously Freddie did um, Dave as well. I then later on decided to do my own version, but I did it. I didn't have anyone coming into the call, so I did all the voices myself. And I was like, <laughs> "But I can't do the same voices I gave to Freddie because I wanted to make them in. I wanted to make it my own playthrough. I do. I don't." I don't think I've ever done that many different voices. I I'm I'm pretty sure I've got a catalog inside me of like <laughs> this many voices. I, I I'm sure at some point I'm going I could end up with split personality disorder or something. Um just as a thing where I <laughs> for some reason I don't know how I find them, but I managed to find a few. Uh, I think Jenny reminded me a couple of times. I apparently I do a really good um Louis Armstrong or somewhere of that sort of <laughs> that sort of very deep um southern american deep sort of deep south american um yeah <laughs> it's just some uh i don't know where they come from but there they are they're all they're inside me somewhere so yeah i'm a voice actor in the making <laughs> quite often they come from Germany, Russia, and France. Oh right? yeah, I, yes. I, I got to mention. <laughs> if I recall, um, I did a, I did a voice which, for some reason, it was like a, it was a South African German, or so, yeah. <laughs> which is which is bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that's 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 my vo- that's that's my voice talents right there, people. Um, yeah, but speaking of actually speaking of like no, new games and stuff, I have been playing. I haven't streamed it, but like I wanted to just try it out. But there's there was um, a game that I have played. Um, I caught um, I caught on Twitch. There was people on you know streamers on Twitch, obviously um, that were playing this. Um, I'm just for the sake of anyone watching, but I put it on the um, I'll run the trailer. Um, it's called. Um, Black uh, Skylands, and it's kind of a fun little like um, top-down um, action adventure shooter. It's a twin. It's basically a twin sh- um, twin stick shooter. So obviously, you, like you control um, the character on one side, and then obviously the uh, you know your your gun with the mouse, and then you, you obviously have to rotate shoot. Um, Kind of gives you that same sort of um, bullet hell kind of vibes because of that, the way your character moves, you know, it being top down as well. It's got that pixelated sort of graphics to it. It's a fun little game. And like I said, I see these streamers playing it. Now, I'm not exactly, I'm not exactly uh, wealthy or anything like that. I can't always keep buying games. So I was looking for it. And on Steam, if I recall, I think it was. about twenty-five pound. It, it it came out of early access. Um and I'm just trying to remember how much it how much I paid. Um let's just, just quickly check on Steam and then um 
I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. So on the store page, I think it was, yeah, £25. But I was like, well, I don't want to pay that. I mean, I've seen these streamers get it and they're like, oh, I'm sponsored. I'm like, great, good for you. You've, you're sponsored. I can't get sponsored. Um, so I was like, where do you get this? Where, where can I find this from? And I looked around and I see that um, we use, occasionally we use other um, uh, game stores where you can get them sort of like discounted. And uh, CD Keys is one of them, isn't it? We normally talk about that quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so I went to CD Keys and yeah, it was like, well, it's not much different in the price. I mean, can I get it any cheaper? And um, oh, I think it was actually, um, oh no, actually, actually it was Steam Keys I went to. I think it was GOG first of all. I went to GOG. Mm. They were the same sort of price. And I was like, CD keys. It's only just come out on the 15th. So I got it. Yeah, I got it about four days ago. And yeah, they was like, it's a massive like 85% discount or something like that. I can't remember the exact discount, but like I got it for £1.80. I'm like, it's a £25 game just come out and I got it for £1.80. I was like, that's a bargain. I can just afford that. <laughs> you know, so I, yeah, I, so that's why, I mean, that's why I got it because I looked, I looked at the, on the, on strip, on these, streamers that were playing it i was like it's kind of a cutesy kind of game it's got that pic like i said you know it's that pixelated graphics um it's just it just looked good and it was you know it's a fun little game you can just jump in again it's it's, it's got a slight difficulty to it it's a um it's got an open world i think i think they've got an big open world like there's these big islands in the sky and you have to navigate your sky ship around these islands you're also equipped with a grappling gun so you can like jump in between the islands and hook onto them you've got to try and liberate these these islands so because to try and get everything back is that fun little game you know you're the captain of an airship you've got to explore the world, uh, world of the skies Gather you gather resources. Um, you can build up powerful weapons later on. You get powerful. You start off with just a pistol. You then get a shotgun. So then you get shotgun pistol. Then later on you get the uh, there's an assault rifle, and you're having to attack um, all these bad guys, liberate the island, and you got free um, hostages that have been captured. I haven't done that much yet um, in terms of like playing it i've probably about done about maybe two hours just recently i literally put in about two hours of it um it's yeah it's a fun little game hungry coach games uh developer and it's published by tiny build i'm sure people have heard of tiny build before um but yeah i i really enjoyed it yeah i was um oh sorry it's about fifth sorry currently it's 1507 with 10 discount so it would be 1675 on steam and you can get the bundle also with uh, Graveyard Keeper for, I think it was uh, £3.01. You can get Grave, but that's part of the, you know, you pay that as an extra um, towards the bundle. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. It was, it was a great fun. Um, it's got, they've got the, it's got a steampunk sort of uh, aesthetic to it as well. So that's, 
you know, just to give you an understanding of what how it looks. And yeah, you play you play as like there's a female protagonist called Eva, um, and you got to try and liberate these these uh, islands. It's a fun little game. It's uh, kind of a like I said, it's got little difficulties to it. You know, just to sort of make it not so it's too easy. But um, other than that, yeah, you can get along with it. It's fairly easy to sort of pick up. At least I I found it. Um, it's not not often I pick these twin stick action shooters. Because, like, I always find them quite fiddly to sort of, like, control your character and then also have to aim um, aim in one hand, control in the other. It's like, I guess it is the same as any other type of game. You're, because it's that top-down point of view, it's, uh, for me, it confuses me a little bit. But no, I kind of settled into it quite quite easily enough. Um, and also, like, you have to apply the that kind of, movement to the airship so it's slightly different there's a slight difference in how you move around the airship like i'm trying to point um push s to come down on the airship but like you got to remember that you'll rotate it left or right if you push the wrong so you, you might have to go the opposite so like if you want to go left you go right if that makes sense um so you push the w or the sorry the a instead of like yeah um instead of a, instead of D you know what I mean so it's like because you're doing it you've got to look you've got that point of view does that make sense I think so I, I don't know I want to I want to think that I just made sense there <laughs> I know what I mean I know what I'm, I know what I didn't mean um, no but it's, it's good it's a good little fun game but the fact I got it for like £1.80 I was like yeah, yeah that's, that's, just, that's just ridiculous you know and these these uh, streamers were like given in free i think uh if, if you have access to it keymailer is usually another site that offers streaming keys um but for some reason my account on keymailer doesn't work so i don't know i, I couldn't be asked with like trying to get it reset so i i i just thought well you know what for the, for the sake of one pound eighty, i might as well pay for it but yeah i've played that recently and um Whenever I see a style of game like that, it, it always takes me back to like the, the old like the Chaos Engine days. I don't know if you remember that on the. Uh, uh, I want to say it was. I think I think it was I think it was after after Amiga. I think it was PC. Yeah. But yeah, that, I don't know why it just always gives me that kind of vibe. No, uh, it was just stood out a little bit. It's kind of cutesy in some ways, like because of the colours. But oh, at the same time, you're also trying. You are shooting people. There's blood so when you kill someone you do see blood so it's not as cutesy as you think you know you got that that the aesthetics make it think oh it is kind of oh it's cutesy it looks fun also you're shooting people no it's real <laughs> it's got a little bit real then um there is dialogue between characters as i said but it's kind of gibberish like the text speak um is is just gibberish like it's almost like uh, Sim, Sims type of games. You know, See, I, I hate. I'd rather have no voice, no of voice. any kind than yeah. that. It's because you can't even, or it's not as easy to voice over it unless you actually like mute. You got to, you got to mute it down and then yeah. try and do. Like, yeah, I, I, I was watching. I was watching one particular streamer do that. They, they added the voices, and this is where I was coming. This is the point I was getting to as to why I mentioned making your own voices because of this game. I um, I, I saw this streamer do it. I was like, oh, okay, so it's, there's no voice acting in it. Uh, 
Oh, well, I mean, you know, I, I'm not complaining for one pound eighty. It's not a big, big deal, but it, sometimes it does make a, di- it does make a massive difference if there are voice actors. I've played these sort of pixelated games in the past. Um, and they, they have been fully voice acted. So I know it's not impossible, but you know, people look, if people want a cheap voice actor, uh, I'm, you know, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can, I can. I'll really, hire mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just to do voices of games I'm playing. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I've, I mean, I've burnt myself. I've burnt myself out just because I'm probably not using the right range. I, I, I've got no training at all, obviously. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I've gone. I've come away from like playing those sort of games and going, oh my God, I can't talk. I've got a sore throat now. <laughs> that was Killed one of my the things that surprised me about Gibbous was the fact that it was fully voice acted. Yeah. And that's that's really nice when you get And I, I like that because it, it wasn't it wasn't a massively expensive game. Uh, I can't remember how much I paid for it now, but it's what is it currently on Steam for at the moment? So, Gibbous is I think I got it on offer. At the moment it is uh like £15.49. All right, yeah. But yeah, I think, like I said, it's like anything. It's Steam do that many sales that you know, just waiting probably go for a tenner or cheaper. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, there's a sale happening almost all the time yeah. on, on Steam. Um, like, a, like, I know we do we do keep mentioning it, but like, I, I have also got like GOG. Um, even occasionally when I mean, know Epic's not the best, it's not the best sort of like storefront for any sort of games at all. It's actually really, it's one of the worst ones I've ever faced. Um, but GOG's, you know, it's fairly okay. Like it can, you can get discounted games occasionally. It will just sell games at its normal, at a normal price. Um, but yeah, CD keys is, again, we mention that all the time. We really should be sponsored by them, by the way. Hello. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. Yeah. Well, we're um, certainly going to get sponsored by Epic now, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. GOG's got some fantastic. They have got, got some. I've got like 40 stuff. odd games in my library, most of which I haven't. Either because the games I've played previously and I bought them for nostalgic sake, or just games that I've always wanted to play and not got around to it yet. <clears throat> I've got like 40 odd games in there. And I reckon the average cost for me per game is probably like three quid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Same. I, I got and I, I was talking to one of our our dear friends, Alex, um, Alex uh, Expense. I was talking to him during we uh, we was having a little game of uh, Fall Guys. Actually, he was playing some Fall Guys. He was, uh, he, he went live with that whilst we were talking. We were just trying to get through this <laughs> particular maze, but we were talking about old style games. What was the? I think he actually posted it on his. T- uh, on his um twitch stream title like what what you know what was your first game what what game got you into gaming and one game that i recall was um metal gear solid um and resident evil resident evil 2 i played that first for some reason <laughs> just just because um yeah but those are the two first games that i sort of remember back in back when you know PlayStation One was just called PlayStation because you know that's how that's you know it was obviously <laughs> the first time it came. So out. was that was that your first game? No, it wasn't my first game, but it's what really took off as in terms of console. 
that's what really got me going. Yeah, so um, Metal Gear Solid. And GOG had it on sale for about three and a half quid. And it's like it's exactly how you remember it, you know, in that um, blocky, pixelated 3D animations. I've never played it. It's I've honestly, never actually, I've never actually played a Metal Gear. On, honestly, if you like stealth games, oh, because it, it is do. it is stealth. It is very stealthy. If you like stealth games and you don't mind, like the the boss fight. I used to, and, I used to love um, a good Splinter Cell, so that that sounds like it's right up my alley. Splinter Cell only exists because of this i think um in my that wouldn't surprise me actually um yeah it's made by konomi um yeah. when when konomi first sort of like came out like as a big company and uh you had uh uh i'm trying to think of his name without butchering it i will butcher it though uh hideo uh kojima Kawa- uh, yeah kojima yeah kojima yeah so he he basically created this universe like the um Metal Gear Solid Universe. There is a game that precedes that. Uh, no. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Comes before it. Yeah. Proceed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it then. God, my brain went, no, you're wrong. Um, yeah. There is a game that precedes it. It's just called Metal Gear Solid, but they never quite call it the first one. This is really like number one. And then they, then they do like, so Metal Gear Solid uh, Total Espionage was the actual really first one that they do because then after that it was Metal Gear Solid 2 Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater and all that they all followed suit afterwards but this is the first one if you can get it I definitely recommend it um, play with a controller you can't play keyboard and mouse because you know it's not it was never yeah. designed for that it was designed for controller you can do it keyboard and mouse but the buttons are not where you'd expect them to be you know, when you're used to playing keyboard and mouse, you know you got shift is normally run. Control is usually crouch, um, or C might be crouch. You know, depending. But ultimately, the, the button setup is usually the same. But on this one, it doesn't seem to fit. It doesn't feel right as well. Uh, for me personally, it doesn't feel right. But it's really, it is a really good game. Actually, they do occasionally break the first. Uh, they break the the first wall, uh, the fourth wall, of talking to the player as well. Um, yeah, it's really good. Like the story, I could. I'm going on a little tangent here, <laughs> um, but that's what we do on the podcast. We go on little tangents of completely. Um, I don't ignoring... know what you mean. <laughs> oh, completely ignoring the first point of what we got here for in the first place. But yeah, I I just recommend it a hundred percent. If you if you get a chance to get it, grab it. Uh, that's. I know that I think they are going to start re making them i'm not sure if they're remaking that one in particular but um yeah that that to me great story great game i mean great gameplay i put loads of hours into that i had nothing else to play that was probably why but i (laughs) i remember putting loads of hours into that uh yeah that's that's really good so if you ever get a chance to do it but gog is the place to go gog good old good old games that's a place to go if you really want like a old nostalgia retro gaming look there they you know they're cheap as chips there as well um so yeah anyway that's gog <laughs> that was the reason that was the point i was getting to uh yeah my other game that i want to talk about just before we move on to the next section is my friendly neighborhood i don't know if anyone's ever heard of that 
Has anyone? Can't say have. No. So my friendly neighbourhood is. I don't know how to describe it. Imagine that you're familiar with the Muppets and stuff like that. Those, the, you know, the, the puppets. Oh, yeah. Right. Imagine if the puppets or the Muppets, whatever, you know, if Jim Henderson's the Muppets went on a bit of a rampage. Yeah, um, that's kind of what we say. It's the game sort of set around the Saturday morning puppet show, which go like they oh, survival horror. Kind of survival horror, but it's all <laughs> done in puppet form. It's actually very sort of it's it's actually really difficult at times. Like that's really um, there's puzzle solving to be done. You've got you, so you play as uh, this guy Gordon. He's a handyman. He comes along. He has to fix because they've gone on this massive flight rampage, taken over the studios, and they need to be stopped. Um, so you've got to try and broadcast. You've got to fix the antenna on top of the broadcast tower. To get there, you have to go for a series of puzzles to unlock certain areas that were blocked before. You've got to find keys. It's kind of got a combination of, as I mentioned it before um, already, uh, Resident Evil style. If anyone's I'm familiar with the trailer at the moment. If anyone's seen Resident Evil, you're familiar with like. Uh, the save points. There's certain save rooms that you could get to where you couldn't be attacked. You have to find those save points. Um, you have to find certain keys by unlocking. As I said, you know, there's puzzles and stuff that you have to unlock. Um, yeah, you go through and you're just trying to you're just trying to survive. But it's also again with the whole um, Resident Evil vibe is that whenever you go through somewhere and unlock somewhere um you could kill the puppets or you actually don't kill them you actually knock them un- you knock them out you knock them down and you find duct tape if you get duct tape you could tie them up to stop them <laughs> to stop them <laughs> coming after you because what will happen when you reload like when you go through a doorway it's like going through a blank a black doorway and then that's the loading screen when you reload the area, everyone that you've knocked out, if you haven't put on, put duct tape on them, they do reanimate. Um, so they all they come to life again. Although technically they're not actually dead because when you've got them in duct tape, they they still go on little tangents. They start talking about the script that they're talking that they they still they're still stuck in that loop of being on the script. Has been part of that Saturday morning car, um, puppet show, so there's constantly going on about this whatever whatever script that they were supposed to be going on at, and it's it's kind of a fun <clears throat> horror. Like it's, there is a there is that horror. There's not really a horror t- aspect to it, but it's scary the fact that they can attack you and they can actually kill you in about two two big hits. So you you lose life. Um, um, you need to replenish your life by drinking um, some health potions. Um, there is candy bars, which will give you a boost. So you've got a stamina boost so you can run around. Um, there are some guns that you can find to help defend yourself against these puppets. Um, it's, it looks it's, both terrifying and hilarious. It is. It's I was just about to say that, yeah. It is, it uh, is literally I've added that. it to my wish list. <laughs> It is. I, know I don't I'm do horrors, but that looks hilarious. It is funny. I 
will um, go back to that at some point because there's a couple of endings. Now, I ha- the reason I said I, we don't normally re- talk to chat because it's a podcast, it's, re- it's a live recording of a podcast and it'll go out, but I can edit that, that's fine. <laughs> but I, I noticed Jilly was in chat and he was with me when we played through the last playthrough I did of it where I came across an ending which I didn't expect. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but no it was spoilers. Fun. No spoilers. <laughs> it is. It was the most funniest ending I've ever had. It was brilliant. Um, the biggest problem with the game is that it's got a dialogue repeat. It just loops the same dialogue over and over again. It's just constantly going on. The same um, voice lines are just repeated over and over again. There's about four or four, maybe five different characters um and they reappear everywhere and then they just copied and paste everywhere you look so you are arriving to go through the like you've got the you've got the backstage you've got the the the, the, the lot the stage lot you've got the stage you've got the um there's a greenhouse section there where there's puppet dogs <laughs> try not to spoil too much of it but there's 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 puppet sort of everything there's puppet birds there it's like you you know um it's like been attacked by a big bird off sesame street but these are murderous ones you know it's kind of funny and crazy it's it's, cr- it's just creepy it's creepy as anything um typical I'd love to have been like at the decision table when they were deciding all this and and just to see what the hell they were smoking Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely made by someone who's on something. There's no doubt about that. There's just just purely by that. Um, I don't know if you. Um, what was that? There was a film they did the same sort of thing, but I can't oh, remember. it was uh, yeah, um, uh, the something murders, happy time murders, happy time murders. I love that film. That was hilarious. Yeah, happy time murders um, was kind of like a. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't um, seen it watching. Uh, yeah, an adult version of the Muppets, but yeah. the Muppets are in a real, the real world, surrounded by actual people, and they're they supposed to live uh, side by side. But there's, it's just, it's just that's just kind of kind of gross. There's certain things in it that's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> gross, but also very funny. But very funny, <laughs> and this this also has that kind same sort of vibe as that. Um, but yeah, I would, um, yeah. And incidentally that happy, uh, happy time murders is actually directed by Jim Henderson's son, Brian Henderson. So I don't, it's got nothing to do with the Muppets themselves, but it's just the fact that there are Muppets in it. And anyway, yeah, this is exactly along those same sort of lines as that. It's, it is funny. Um, it is good. Like I said, I've I found an ending which was hilarious, and I want people to find it, and I won't spoil it, but give it a give it a look, give it a try. Um, it came out. It's twenty four ninety nine, so it's not too bad actually. Um, I've put in a good few hours of this. It came out on the eighteenth of July. It's uh, John Sametsky, I think that's how you pronounce his name, and Ivan uh, Sametsky. Um, developers it's published by dread xp as it is a single player survival horror uh but funny it's just a funny funny survival horror oh i loved it there is many positive reviews as well yeah there is a demo on steam you can download the demo um and it gives you that just give you the insight i from the demo that i saw i didn't perch i didn't try myself but for the demo that i saw 
Um, I was like, oh, I'm getting that. So I added, it to, I added it to my wish list the moment I saw someone play it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it, that was, that's what else I've played most recently. I've got about eight and a half hours in it, so it's not long. I mean, I'm not sure how long the actual game is. You like, If you mess up occasionally, which, you know, we all do, let's face it. Maybe maybe it's just me, I don't know. Might only take you, might take you less, might take you more. Um, I got to one ending, but there are more than one. There's certainly more than one, 100%. There's more than one. Because you get rated when you get to the ending, the same as you did with Resident oh, Evil, God. of A, B, C. Like you, obviously, you're trying to aim for the S ending. Like I think if you're familiar with that time, that sort of scoring system, so it tells you how badly you did or how good you did. I got B. I got a B end. I got one ending. It gave me a B. So I, I thought maybe I did okay. Um, What's the lowest you can get? I'm not sure how it works in this system, but like, I think it's like F is the lowest you can get. But you uh, go, but S is supposed to be the eyes. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure from my, my understanding of it. But like, I got a B. Obviously, there's an A. So you know. Who knows? Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's a, you know, it, it's there's tension there, obviously, um, because you don't know what's around the corner. You think, oh, God's sake, I'm going to jumped on. But the the sock pu- puppets, oh, oh, God, it's creepy. I don't, I don't want to talk about the sock puppets. <laughs> I but, do uh, have to say, I'm looking at my friendly neighborhood online right now. And the images of the puppets, the only thing I can think to compare them to, and you, I don't know if either of you will get this reference, but there's an episode of Glee when it went downhill and one of the characters hallucinated that all of the cast members were puppets. <laughs> and they look almost exactly the same. Uh, there's There's been a few times when I've seen that. Um, I come, um, there's, there's been a few TV programs which have taken on this sort of like puppet, sock puppet or whatever, you know, my favourite of those, I have to admit, was um, when they did it in Angel. Yes. 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 And Angel. Angel's puppet. That was freaking hilarious. I love that. Angel would be the one I would say, yeah, yeah. Looks, looks a lot like this as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. The main character one does actually look a bit like David Boreanaz. <laughs> David Boreanaz had yellow yeah. skin and a pink nose. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that. That is one of my other games that I've played that I haven't spoke about on the show before. So yeah, I thought I'd give that a mention. But um, yeah. Yeah, as soon as that's on, uh, I'll probably wait for it to come on offer to be fair because I've got plenty of others to, to be going well, at. Well, like but... I said, you know, you've got a down. There's, there is a I've demo. So if you, yeah, if you've, got, um, if you've got Steam on Steam at the moment, there is a download demo. You can do you can, Give that a free. It's free to go. Give it a go. I'm not sure how long it lasts for. There's a, there's a few areas I think you can explore, but I I think it's there's enough from the demo. And if the, if you like just from the trailer alone, um, you know I I bought this when it first came out, but I'd only just played it recently. So I got it. it came out on the 18th of July. I played it more recently. I think maybe about a week ago. So yeah, it's just uh, but it is it is it is it's a, it is what it is. It's a fun, funny type horror uh, survival horror. That's what I would done, stream. I think done done in the style of Resident Evil. Um, I think that's probably the best way to describe that. 
Um, just be prepared for that constant loop of dialogue because that can it's it's nothing new in certain games no it isn't it gets annoying but I think the fun factor will probably help with that one looking at it yeah yeah that that does does make a difference okay um well I think we should move on to the main the main part of the gaming section then unless anyone wants to add anything before we do move on but um not from me. No, no. You crack on, mate. Okay, so um, it's no surprise to anyone who listens to the podcast. Um, um, but anyone who listens to the podcast knows that I am a massive fan of Phasmophobia. I have been since it first came out. Um, I've played it, or I would say pretty much constantly. I've got well over 800 hours in the game. Um, it came out... I'm not going to go too much on to the, to the game, but I do want to talk about um, its recent update. It came out 18th September 2020. So I've had it since 18th of September. I've had it since then. And yeah, I, so I spoke briefly about it um, when, it, when we was playing it earlier. At first, it was like probably 12 ghosts. It's got about double that now. Um, it's expanded quite a lot over various um, updates and patches and updates and patches and patches and updates. It is a horror co-op uh, multiplayer. Um, also has a VR section as well, uh, part of it as well. You can play this VR if you wanted to. I'd love to play this in VR because I think it would be an awesome experience. It's ten ninety nine if you want it. Um, they have just released what is one of their biggest, and I mean biggest, updates. Um, the Ascension. It's called the Ascension update. It's the 2.0 update progression. Um, I'll go through some of it now, but there has been since I've played it. In fact, on my Steam page now, there is an update. So there's another a few bug fixes that I'm not familiar with at the moment, but I, I'll give you some of the new stuff. So I've already spoken about what the game is about plenty of times in the past, but this is this is big. This is now includes a prestige um, system. So you'd have to, to get really good gear, you need to put the hours in. The grind isn't as bad as it sounds. Like a lot of people would... I think a lot of people might have thought it is quite, you know, a big grind. But actually, the the risk and reward system in this is a lot better than it used to be. Um, they've increased how much money and XP you can gain from this. So, like, to get to Prestige, go through Prestige 1, Level 1, um, you can continue to play. Like, you, you've got so many ways of playing it now. Um, They've got obviously there's custom. Um, you've got your own custom sections. So you can customize it however you want. Obviously, you've got your your, your, your normal levels that your preset levels um, of amateur, professional. There's insanity mode. There's uh, nightmare mode. You've got all of those ones still there. You do still. I think they're still going to continue with the weekly. There's a weekly challenge. Uh, usually involves 
picking one locate location. Um, actually, I'll because um, I was going to come back to this, but yeah, I'll, I'll might as well focus on that first. Yeah, so when that when the update came out on now as of the recording, this this came out on the seventeenth of August. The update, which is Thursday, um, it dropped at eleven o'clock a.m. for the UK. Literally, I went to go live, and my sister turned up at the door. I'm like, "Oh God damn it!" This, like, imagine I am obsessed with this game. I love this game so much. I wanted to play the update from the moment it went live. And my sister came out at eleven o'clock exactly. She didn't leave for an hour, but like, it was an hour. <laughs> I love you, sis. I hope you. If you ever get to hear this, <laughs> I do apologize for saying this, but oh my god, I appreciate that she came round, so I got to see, speak to her. But at the same time, it's like, could you have not come tomorrow? Could you not come yesterday? But yeah, anyway, the, it is what it is. We, I did get on to play it. Twelve o'clock, I went live and I played it for about twelve, nah, ten hours. I just say ten hours, not quite twelve hours. I played it for ten hours straight. Um. Obviously, breaking in between just to grab some food, but that's about it. Um, so I, I did this all day. I was playing it with me, uh, Freddie. He came and joined me. Um, I've just recently played it with um, our good friend, Yorkshire B. And who's here with us now, Kate, as well, um, who joined us today, which is why we're obviously talking about it. So also why she's still in chat and uh, I'm grateful for that <laughs> we've got an extra person in, in the chat so you're very somebody but you're very new anyway Kate so uh, I won't ask you too many questions on it but I just want to ask you if, if you thought the game was any good like would you come back to it as well I would worry about I probably would yeah, yeah. Um, I enough. think it's definitely one of those games where it's it's going to depend on who you're playing with isn't it you know I yeah. think playing with you and B was, was probably a really good first experience for me um there's it's up. definitely something that I'll come back to and do again as long as I've got the right people to play with. Um, it's just a bit different to what I usually play. And not in a bad way. I'm not generally a big fan of horror games, but or at least playing them. Love yeah. watching them. Hate playing them. <laughs> but I think with, Phasm with Phasmophobia, the, the scare factor is more the suspense of it all. Yeah, I mean, I would argue, like, obviously I could, I, as, as a you know veteran, I would say someone who's got kind of used to it like there are occasionally it it's the jump scares they can be a little bit oh i've seen it before but it can catch you like they've i'm sure it can yeah you know <laughs> like if you're not used to it you're gonna get you're gonna get that obviously you'd always get that in any horror it's, it's the same with any sort of uh scenario any horror game like if you go through down you know if you play resident evil for example you go down a cover you know that there's going to be zombies down now i'm talking about the earlier games but like, you know, or there's going to be something that you're going to face. It's going to jump scare you. You get used to it eventually. This is the same. This is no different. Um, there's a lot of ghost games that are out there that have their own unique take on what they consider to be good jump scares. This has, I would say, it becomes repetitive because you're used to it. You've played it so much. And it's the same. It's, you know, so like anyone who's new who won't be familiar with like the jump scares or some of the, you know, sometimes you get what is referred to as like the wisp, which is like a ball of white smoke, smoky effect. That's what I would call it <laughs> for one of a better word. And at the moment, I couldn't forget of anything else. But yeah, that comes towards you and you get this wisp, but it's all, sometimes you don't see it and it's in your ear. 
And it's like, either, it could be the left, it could be the right, but you'll get it. Um, sometimes you might get it on both sides. But um, yeah, you, it can catch you off guard occasionally. I've had um, a ghost actually appear in front of me and literally crap myself. Like, it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> You know that's really scary, but that that's what I like about the that's what I like about the game. It's just even though you're you're used to seeing them, it can be kind of unexpected, and you don't know when. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, I think that's good make of any game, though, isn't it? Yeah. that you can you you may have seen what's going to happen before, but if it's in a slightly different configuration where it has the chance to catch you off guard, yeah. You know, it's it's like games like The Binding of Isaac. You, you can play it over and over again. It's the same thing, but if it's just different enough to keep you intre- interested, yeah, then yeah, it is what you said. Um, after hundred percent, yeah, agree with that. Um, yeah. So let's talk about um, the. I'm going to just talk about why this is such a big, um, big deal. So this will also introduce at. We're expecting it like the the PC version, so the Steam version of this came out on the seventeenth of August. The there is a console v- now. This is the first time they're they're making this transition over to console. They haven't done it in the three years it's been out. So this is a so this is going to be quite big for those who console. It was expected that they were le- releasing it on the same day, but I, I, I from what I understand, they've put it they've put it back. Um, they obviously weren't ready for it. Um, you know, if if a com- if a games developer said they're not ready to do something, I feel like that's a good thing because if they if they say, "Oh, we're going to release it without even testing it themselves," and it turns out they've all they're doing now is patching it. Now there have been, like I said at the start of this, um, there have been a couple of um, updates. There have been a couple of patches, so. There, weren't, there seem to be only minor patches and any um, sort of quality of life sort of things just to help you. Like, there's a lot of things that we couldn't do. So um, I'm going to talk about some of the things that they've introduced and what the updates might mean to people. But the console version, if it just ends that segment, um, should be the end of August. So depending on where you're, when you're listening to this, it either, it's either coming out soon or it's out already. So, you know... Like I said, we are a live recording, but uh, you know, eventually, some at some point, this will go up on our platforms. You know, whether it be Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes, whatever you're listening to this, um, it's either out now or it's coming out. <laughs> Depends how quickly I edit this this um, episode. To be, to be fair, oh, that's all. That's on me. Um, so the progression then. Let's go for the progression. I'll go for the equipment and I'll explain some of the things that we've spotted. So there's a new leveling system that has been added with a new rates of progression, new unlocks, and a new prestige system. Um, for this system to function, all current players have been reset to uh, prestige one, level one. Uh, this way you can continue to play with your um, unlocked difficulties and locations. New players will start at prestige uh, zero and level one um there's a legacy badge on launching the game uh for the first time after updating uh you will uh be presented with new screen to choose a unique badge which will uh with options based on your pre-update uh level once saved this is unedited so choose carefully and i think what i was able to do was just 
I created um, the number that I had prior to the update was I managed to reach level 2000 and 800 i had whatever currency it was like i can't remember the currency but that all got reset to zero but i get to keep that that number now is is whatever whatever I, as i just said was 2800 but whatever people had prior to that that would be their level and it's stuck with them now but you make your badges and it can your badges can only be seen by other players obviously it's a first person game so once you created your badge um, it stays on your, I think it goes, appears on your left arm as uh, your create, uh, your character's left arm. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's the badge thing. So, uh, the equipment upgrades, there are going to be three tiers of, of every equipment. So, uh, we get to the, uh, the dots and the ultraviolet stuff in a second, but yeah, um, each equipment item has, uh, three tiers increasing our equipment, uh, count from 22 to 60 so although it's 22 items there is going to be you know 60 because of the progression so you've got tier one tier two tier three um tiers cost a large uh sum of money to unlock but each tier will cost the same to bring into a uh contract um to upgrade a piece of equipment reach the required level go to the shop and press on any item any items ui uh, tile on the screen then hit upgrade so yeah what i've discovered in this is that for example there is you reach level 16 you'll unlock everything in the store for people who are familiar with the store, so the store is where you get all your equipment from before moving on to your investigation. So I I obviously got to level 16 the first time around. I'm now starting to progress on to level. I think my current level as of this recording is 24, 25. Um, and I've managed to make about $10,000. Um, but that 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 can change because of the weekly challenges, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, so they introduced like with the first iterations of the game. There's obviously like for, uh, fingerprints is a is a thing that you can have. Obviously, they obviously they already had dots, but now dots. First time you have dots, it's just a laser pen, and there has been an update with the dots pen because you had to throw it on the floor to get the dots. Sometimes like, there's a ghost called a Gorio. It acquires you to look via the cameras because you're further away from the main room. So a Gorio will not leave its, its main room where you know it likes to hunt, uh, but it's quite shy as well. So it won't show itself on the dots. So the only way to see the, the Gorio on the dots is to leave the area one one such way of leaving the area and to witness that is to go back to the van and look at the the monitor inside the van um and at least on one occasion i have had agorio come up as a ghost um and that was kind of tricky because we had to keep i had to keep playing on my own i had to keep repositioning the cameras um repositioning the dot pen but fortunately today um 19th of the you know of august today being the 19th of august they released an update which you now place 
the dots laser on any surface so you can place it on a table which means it's going to be more elevated so that the dots projecting will be a little bit easier to read um so that's that's a good thing um the fingerprints as i mentioned there is now just um you can just you can read fingerprints as you could before but also footprints be can be seen as pin evidence um from the uv lights so you can have that um, as a piece of evidence. Whereas before, it was just a, a fun way of taking photos. If you saw footprints, you kind of knew that it, the ghost had walked through salt, for example. Um, but now that that ca now footprints and fingerprints are, can work as ultraviolet evidence. So they've done away with the name fingerprints now. It's just ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, I should say. <laughs> ultraviolet something different. Um, uh that's something like from clockwork orange but um yeah um so yeah the the candles for some reason they've changed the name to candle to firelight i don't know why um you got igniter which is basically a much matchbox or lighters so that's obviously the progression there is you got a matchbox is tier one tier two would be a lighter tier three is a zippo just means it it stays alight longer. Um, dots we've already covered. Firelighters, igniters, they that's all gonna change. Everything has a change. I'm not gonna go through all of the equipment because it'll take me way too long to go through. Just just know whatever equipment was there before has a tier. So the basic tiers for the EMF is just a square box with a, a little needle on it um to give you an indication it has obviously numbers from one to five but you've just got to find that uh the to get the tier to get the emf5 obviously you need it to go the needle goes right away across a lot of the tier one stuff is about patience you need patience so the thermometers and temperature readings that you need to do the game has included um freezing like breath from wherever you are you could be anywhere in the house if the if the weather outside weather is snow it's important to mention this because this is something i never picked up on quite early which is a shame because it took me a while to to come to this um without realizing it so this is more for my sake than anyone else's but the location if it's snowing will be cold inside you need to switch on the power breaker and everywhere you walk you'll have breath come from your mouth that used to mean that used to mean um if you had cold breath coming from your mouth that it was a freezing temperature so automatically people are all the time going right freezing temperatures we got that that's part that's part one of the evidence that we need uh, we just need to get two more pieces of evidence before we can determine what the ghost is. Now, um, yeah, now you can have breath come from your mouth. Uh, from your your mouth. Um, if the temperature outside is warmer, it is usually just the ghost room that has the the breath. Again, it doesn't imply that it is freezing temperatures. It just means that you have to keep. Uh, an eye on your thermostat uh your uh, thermostat your thermometer sorry um 
So yeah, um, it's worth mentioning that because that's what I got caught out on quite, you know. Um, you know, freezing ghosts can be uh, lower than 10 degrees Celsius or non-freezing ghosts can be uh, lower to one degree Celsius. So anything lower than one degree Celsius, like going down, obviously temperatures going up is minus, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So you've got to take that into consideration. But the tier one stuff means that you'll get there, but you'll get there a little bit longer. So I was struggling at first and I was like, why am I struggling at first? So yeah, you obviously want to get to tier two, tier three are going to be a lot better. The, it's like the crucifix, for example, has a three meter spread. Tier two will be four meter, but you'll get two uses out of it. So when the ghost, if it's the ghost ghost room and you get it correct and you place down the crucifix, um, the crucifix will burn once and once only on the tier one, but twice on the tier two, um, but three times on the tier four, Four on a tier three, but you'll have um, still four meters, and you can also um, stops the ghost from. I think it can also happen again if you use a cursed item. So there's a slight difference there. Um, I like it. I sort of try to. Hopefully, I've explained it a little bit. I, I probably could have explained it a little bit better than that, to be honest. But like I said, there's there is rewards. You know, risk and reward. If you get before when you used to get a ghost photo and you get the correct ghost, it would be like $10, $20. They've increased that. It's $100. So when we talk about the risk and reward and the grind, it's not as bad as it sounds because like the the cost, oh, sorry, the, um, um, the XP that you gain from it and the amount of cash that you get as a reward is a lot better than it used to be before. But, uh, you, I think it costs to upgrade from tier one to tier three, $3,000. So I suppose there's a little bit of uh, um, similarities to the previous update uh, or previous um, games before, it, you know, before the update. Um, what else do I need to add? I need to make sure that I add everything so that I'm not list, uh, missing anything. Um, yeah, I was talking about how easy it is to remember something that you need to remember that the weekly challenges, um, we just, the weekly challenge that we just had was actually very fortunate. Um, now once a week of usually of a Monday, I like to play Phasmo and stream it. Uh, there has been a different types of challenges and it's always, um, allocated to one. You have to be at one type of location so in this week's challenge it was the hare and a tortoise challenge which meant if you're not familiar it would have passed already by now by the time anyone's listening to this unless you're listening to it live um the purpose of that was that the ghost was the tortoise so it was slower um uh yeah you just find all three pieces of evidence and then you had to be at it had to be at Bleasdale. You had to do the Bleasdale farmhouse. Do that three times, and you get now. Before it used to be three thousand dollars, plus that is converted into XP as well. So, but now they've increased it to five thousand dollars. But, but however, but due to the just prior to the 
update. We, I did it. I got three thousand dollars. I obviously, I, I did it. It was very easy to do. It's it's actually quite a lot easier to do because of the um, uh, the fact that the ghost was slow. So I got all three pieces of evidence. I was able to get out before I even hunted. You can do all of the uh, secondary objectives. Usually, it's have the ghost blow out a candle or. Um, you know, take a photo of the ghost or whatever it is. You have, you, that was easier, that was easier to do in this week's one in particular because, like I said, the ghost was slower. Because they reset it on the Thursday, they also reset the weekly challenge, which meant even though you'd played it on the Monday, which I would have done, I also got to play it again on the Thursday. I think, in fact, I played it on, on the Friday. So I was able to get the same, I did the same thing again, only this time I increased. Although my level had been reset, I was able to level up from level 16 to level 21 quite quickly. So if you do the challenges, you can actually earn quite a lot of money. You'll earn quite a, you get a lot of XP, and that will help also going towards unlocking those next tiers. So yeah, there's certain there's a there's a nice balance there for you to grind. Um, without it being too grindy. In my opinion, obviously, it's just my opinion of the game. I felt kind of down on Thursday because I was like, I'm not getting the evidence. Why am I not getting the evidence? Is it broken? It's patience. Be a bit more patient. Like I said, with the freezing temperatures, be a bit more patient with the thermometer. Let that drop down to minus before you determine whether it is freezing it might not drop down it might stay at zero in which case it's probably not freezing temperatures or if it's just above sorry just above uh, zero then it's not freezing temperatures if it drops below than that then yeah it is be patient with the tier one do you need to do the question that i would that people might ask is do you need to get the tier, tier two tier three yes and no depending on what it is you're trying to aim for if you're struggling with a certain item Keep grinding away. Do those weekly challenges. Get the money, and then go for that. Go for an item that you're struggling with. For me, I would say the dots projector would be a good one to go for. But also, don't forget that with the challenges, even if you die, you can still guess what it is. You can still have a guess. Stab in the dark, whatever. Even if you've only got one or two, maybe you don't get any pieces of evidence. It doesn't cost you anything to add. All the equipment that you need is added by the devs. So doing that weekly challenge is probably one of the best ways to earn money and XP. And you'll learn. I think you'll you'll be able to play the game um, better by learning from that. That's my opinion, anyway. You don't have to. But um, yeah, I just thought we'd talk about that. Well, talk about it. I think I just went off on my own little tangent. Um, I don't know what. I've missed out on anything. If anyone wants to remind me of anything that I may have missed out, maybe there's something that you're not familiar with that you'd like me to, that you'd want to go over anything else. But other than that, I think I'm pretty much done. Um, Like I said, it's always been fixed. It's always been updated. Uh, Again, just to sort of repeat of what I said, I have got an update ready to go on my Steam page. Um. Again, it's just a quick sort of patch more than anything else. So, yeah. Oh, I've spoken quite a lot. 
Does anyone else have an opinion on this? Do they think that the game's too difficult from what I have explained? Have I explained it well enough to understand it? Do you want something refreshing or should we just move on to something completely different? I've got nothing to add because, as you know, I don't I don't tend to play this game, nor do I know a massive amount about no. it. So I shall oh. I shall stay quiet on this one. I I can I can imagine well if like you guys here as well like and Kate I know that you literally came into the game as you said as pretty much a newbie on it. Um, so I, I I appreciate that you don't have like a a lot to to add to this. Um, and coming in as a new player like with this new equipment to you this is not. This is to you. This isn't new. This is it's new, but it's not new. If you know what I mean, like it's not. You're not used to the old way because this is literally your first time playing it. You've already said that you might come back, so that's you know. I guess that sort of stop. You know, I I know nothing to lead on from that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, coming at it from, like you said, like a bit of a, a newbie expect uh, perspective. It's there are a lot of items. And especially if you don't really do the tutorial, which I think I didn't have to do the tutorial before we jumped into a multiplayer. Yeah. It can be a little bit confusing. And I think one of my main concerns before playing the game was just when you see other people playing it, you know, streams and whatever, it does look a bit daunting. But it was almost surprisingly beginner friendly. Yeah. Obviously yeah. the controls you can easily remap out in that. But I think just from the perspective of you know being able to be in the van until you've figured out what you're doing and then start to go in and help out it was it's it's a very nice way to be able to learn again yeah and i think um like i we we've said this many times on the podcast um gaming's usually like multiplayer games are always much more fun with friends and I think yeah, that's that's you can play. Obviously, it's it's online. It's a one to four player. You can join people's lobbies. You know, you know. But like, I think the camaraderie between you playing it with a friend that you could have, like we're we're talking in Discord, and obviously you and obviously there's B as well who know each other. You know, IRL as well. But like, you know, just getting to speak to us and sort of like getting into it, I would imagine that's a little bit easier as a new player to coming into it if you've got people that you're familiar with and not just joining like public lobbies. But Yeah, it, it yeah. definitely made it less less daunting. You know, like yeah. I wasn't as afraid to, you know, say make a mistake. Yeah, and I think or there's, not, there's, perhaps yeah. not help out as much as I could have because I'm still getting to grips with the game. Yeah. Um, no, definitely but, one of those games that's better when you play it with people. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like we, like I said, you know, playing with friends is a lot. It's a lot more fun. But um, I know if I was to talk about my first experience of this game was when I first streamed it. I mean, I streamed it when it first came out because I was one of the very first people to get it on the day of release. So you know, all these big updates for me, a bit, uh, you know, it means a little bit more. And obviously, I don't expect everyone to kind of to get that but like hopefully it comes across that i'm obviously quite excited by this update but um yeah my first time playing it someone who was in my chat was like they've played it i was scared of the game 
not gonna lie, I was I was terrified of the game, and I I couldn't get past there 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 was a tutorial, but I think they actually done away with it now. Um, I think you might be familiar with the map when I say to you Tanglewood. That's the small locate is the smallest location now. Um, we did explain it to you prior, but just just to go over it again for anyone listening is literally Tanglewood was the first game. Uh, it was the first map you went to. You learnt the game. The game taught you you had to place camera down. You had to check for ghost orbs. You had to check for this. The, it gave you everything. It gave you a friendly ghost. So you there was never any danger of you actually dying from it if you if you'd lost. Um, so yeah, I think they've done away with that now. I don't think it actually exists um, as a mechanic anymore. I, don't, I think they've done away with that. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, if you anytime you want to, anytime anyone wants to come in, or sort of like say hello, <laughs> feel free to say hello. And uh, if you want to play again, but yeah, um, I think it, it's good to know that from a new player's perspective that it's, I would say, uh, would easy to pick up, easy to get along with, easy to sort of like understand it. Yeah, I would definitely without, say that, and especially it. as somebody who doesn't often play horror games in general. Yeah, it was easy to get into without it being too too daunting. And and like you said, it's you know you had it with friends, but like, would you? I, I have to ask this because like I would like to know if you was to play this again, would you join? Would you? Are you someone who likes to join, um, like lobbies, open lobbies? Or would you prefer to play with just friends? Are you? Um, is there a, is there games that you've played yourself in the past? Not necessarily even this, but like something where you um, would join a lobby just so you had people to play with. Yeah, I mean, I definitely prefer playing with friends. Yeah, um, I think it's you know, like you said, me and B know each other IRL, so we've got inside jokes and you know funny comments we can make to each other which just heightens the gameplay um but i have played other games you know like the the popular ones at the minute among us goose goose duck yeah um and i've played those in public lobbies and it it's always fun in the beginning but i think a lot of the time when you do the open lobbies you get people who are joining in groups of two or three who do already know each other, and then a lot of the time you end up just being the odd one out. So it kind of loses the appeal quite quickly, yeah. for, at least for me personally. Yeah. No, and I, I, I would agree with that as well, actually. Um, I, I think, like I said, I, when, this, when this game was first launched, it had the same sort of a, a appeal, like, you know, Among Us, like you said. Um, again, that was another game that I sort of, it's, when, when it started, it became popular. Um, with a lot of streamers and stuff and a lot of content creators were jumping in on it. Same with this as well. Uh, a, a lot of content creators have moved on because they, you know, they've, as far as they're concerned, they've done it and that's it. They're, it's a one-done deal. Um, but yeah, um, I would agree with the that camaraderie that you had with friends. You could also find it again, not so much, but you could find like that... Um, you had a common interest with other people. It's the first time it came out, so people wanted was interested in. You know, I remember joining lobbies for the first time, especially as someone who was really scared of the game, and I was like <laughs> quite new to it, not knowing what I was doing. Joining those lobbies felt kind of refreshing, and I felt 
in especially in the the community i felt was more approachable and more friendly probably not as much now but when it first started the community was very welcoming um it was very refresh like playing i think the only time prior to that was probably something like call of duty where it's very toxic um and i would say call of duty it could be any of those sort of battle royale games in all fairness um where the community was or had already been established um and you had the you know the, the the salty players you had the toxic sort of players that those you know the teenage kids or even you know the eight-year-old kids sort of swearing at you because you're crap <laughs> you know sorry <laughs> sorry i'm not good you know get good scrub kind of uh, attitudes you know whereas this had a much nicer community and that, that was always why i always felt welcome with this game so yeah obviously like i said there's there's going to be a console release very soon um you know if it ain't already out by now um which I hope is going to introduce a lot more newer players. And then that'd be nice. The cross play aspect would be kind of interesting. Uh, again, I, I, I generally don't now, not so much like um, back then, but like it had that been around back then, that would have been open to a lot more bigger players. But I, I generally don't go, f I don't do a lot of um, open lobbies now. I have met people who are on my friends list now to this day. And I still talk to that when we were introduced to, to this game, you know, we talk now and again, but even just recently, uh, there's a people that have joined the discord, um, who play this. Um, we still, you know, we talk now and again, uh, as we all do, you know, sometimes, you know, you jump in, you'll jump, someone else will, you know, might not see for ages, but then someone else will come in and then all of a sudden that other person came back again. And it's like, you know, you get to know people. Um, where am I going with this? <laughs> yeah, making friends and, and open lobbies were basically where I was going. You know, I, I don't do it as often, especially as a streamer. I've seen big streamers regret doing it because there has been sort of like certain things that you don't want to hear, um, you know, and especially nowadays, there's certain certain things that you people people don't want that in their community, and they don't want that in their streams. Obviously, um, you know, racial slurs more than anything. But like, um, yeah, I I had done it recently, and it it can be fun. It can still be fun, but um, ultimately, it's just better with friends. And I think that is probably a good place for me to sort of stop. If you want any any last thoughts on that, but otherwise, yeah, we can move on from that now. Oh, everyone's gone quiet. What's happened? Am I still streaming? Yes, you are. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone went quiet. I, I was like, oh, I think I'm done. But yeah, if anyone's got any last thoughts, and no one said anything. I was like, oh, shit. That's because we didn't have any last thoughts. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> got a bit worried, though. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My stream's gone down as the Discord is yeah. Um I've been speaking to myself for the last ten minutes on my own. No, hopefully that made sense to people. Uh but otherwise, yeah, sorry if it didn't. <laughs> but we're gonna move on. Uh we could go on to our new section now, because that's pretty much the gaming side of things. As far as what we've played, um that will probably draw that to an end. But uh yeah, any gaming news is where we go to next. Do we have any gaming news? 
there's been a few bits and pieces. Uh, I need to. From actually. what I've been, to be honest, from what I've been looking at, um, I, I don't know if this is just because it's it's maybe the kind of stuff that that crops to the surface, but um, there seems to have been a little bit of. Well, the news the news likes its controversy, doesn't it? And there's been a few of those. Oh yeah. Um, the one that will not. I don't think this has really been controversial. It's just something that we kind of expected, just because of the style of game these days. But um, Assassin's Creed's. I'll try that again with my teeth in. Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to have microtransactions. Oh God! What a surprise! Wow. Nothing that you can buy to enhance the actual gameplay, but make basically make yourself look pretty. So it's um, so it's it's gonna have a cash shop. Yeah. Of course it is, because it's Ubisoft. Uh, so there's that one. Um, there appears to be a controversy, which I, I wasn't aware of until uh, just checking the news now. There appears to be a bit of controversy surrounding Starfield. Yes. But not right. what you might expect. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so the controversy in this particular instance is about the fact that um, it <laughs> seems to be the pacifists of the world are crying out on this one. Because uh, apparently it is, it will not be possible, according to um, uh, Bethesda, it will not be possible for you to 100% complete Starfield without killing at least one person or character okay <laughs> um that apparently is a controversy but there you go uh start basically bethesda have come What's... back and said yeah look there isn't because you know a lot of the games have got uh, it's not something that i've ever tried to do because let's face it the amount of time i have to play games these days it's a lot easier for me to just use a weapon <laughs> to be fair it doesn't even matter if i'm stealthing i'm liable to screw that up get seen and then at some point you've got to use a weapon um but yeah a, a lot a lot of the games have got the the possibility i think or have had in the past the possibility of, of you being able to get like the the pacifist uh, achievement by completing the game without you know, killing anyone so yeah i'm that's <laughs> paradise controversial <laughs> Who the hell knows? I was a little bit. Um, I was just going to say because, like, what is the main focus of the game? Is it is is it's combat? Um, is it combat? Is it? I think I think that's that's what certain people are, are kind of complaining about. Is that a lot of games these days are uh, heavily combat focused, not yeah. including your 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 cozier style of games or your puzzle games. But this is what I don't get. It's like if. If you want a game where you don't want to kill anyone, there are, from what I can see, plenty of options. Yeah. You know, there are plenty of cozy games. There are plenty of, of uh, wholesome games out there for you to enjoy. But I think for some reason, the ability to play what I would perceive as an RPG slash FPS game. Yeah. Well, it's not FPS, I suppose, but it is RPG. Um, I... I don't know. I just, I don't, I see Starfield. I don't think let's try not to kill somebody. I see, ooh, pirates, die. Die, yeah. <laughs> it's the way that I kind of see this style of game. Similar to Skyrim, it's like, yeah. 
As much as I might see a dragon and go, oh, how cute, if it's trying to fire-breathe me to death, I'm going to try and kill it. And let's yeah. face it, pirates aren't exactly well-known for their peace and welcoming. Exactly. I don't, I don't know the last time you met a pirate and they went, come on in, have a cuppa. <laughs> generally doesn't go like that. It's generally like, give us your stuff or I'll kill you, and then they'll probably try and kill you anyway. So yeah, that is apparently controversial at the moment. Uh, but the biggest one that I've seen, and I, I was only really... I made aware of this because I, I went down a, a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole earlier on today. So forgive me if I haven't got all of the facts um, completely straight. But in general, for the gist I'm getting, there's controversy surrounding Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. And the controversy seems to be that other devs don't like the fact that it is a good game. They're basically, and again, this is, this is my, in my opinion, and this is what I'm taking away from it. Um, what I can understand, there's a lot of, a lot of devs, obviously not all devs, but there's a lot of devs out there that seem to be narked that players have gotten a great game that, yeah, all right, I, I don't, I haven't, having not played it, I can't say that it's completely bug-free, but it's a game that works on launch, shock horror, has over-delivered on promises, and has gotten great reviews. And other devs are going, well, we can't be having this. Because that's just not how we work these days. We're AAA studios. We, we must release a game that we can then fix later. Uh, and they have been saying such things as like, well, we, you know, we think it's a little bit optimistic for gamers to presume that this is setting a new level. And game, this is the greatest thing that I, I read was that gamers need to lower their expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what? Well, I mean, that's so. <laughs> it's you. So basically, what they want us to do these again? It's it's rarely indie games. It's it's generally AAA studios, or what was it? Quadruple A, whatever bollocks they're talking about now. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the big boys want us to lower our expectations so that the, the, they want us to pay seventy quid for a game that, generally speaking, certainly on PC, doesn't work on launch and has filler rather than actual content. Yeah, I mean, that's... See, I, I... I completely understand where they're coming from because, like, what I'm... What I would worry about, um, and I'm, like, is the fact that if a game comes out, I really want, um, you know, a really large chunk of my hard drive to be taken up by downloading it just to be given... Um, an update the next day, and that's what I I I, I get from these games. It's like I I like my time wasted. I like buying games that are not um, I love fixed. I I I really do. I love I like I live for it. I love spending <laughs> I love spending sixty quid on a game that isn't fixed. I love that. Um, and how how dare they? How dare they have a game that is? Oh, it's not bug free but it helped but yeah oh, come on what the hell this this is envy overload surely well it's it's the equivalent it is uh, i know we've uh we've certainly used this uh this analogy in the past and i'm sure others have as well if you were to go to a car dealership and buy a car and they was you, you went to pick up the car and they went right so the aircon doesn't work uh, the stereo cuts in and out, and yeah, sometimes the brakes work, sometimes they don't. We don't know when. 
But don't worry, we'll fix it in a few weeks' time. Yeah. I'd like to know the person that wouldn't turn around to them and go, what the f- <laughs> I just, I, I don't understand this. And, and, and uh, I know we've spoken about it to, to the nth degree, but yeah. um, there are, uh, it's nice to see some people that are actually like you making YouTube videos, etc., calling out the kind of crap as well. There's a lot of the crap that we see in, in these so-called journalists that just seem to be, you know, touting the line of whoever's paying them to say whatever they're supposed to be saying. But I just, I don't, I don't understand where this mentality came from that it's, that it, how dare we complain if we're paying double what games used to cost only a handful of years ago for broken crap products. That's not a business model. No. So yeah, I do, it's like, and to see other, especially to see other devs as well, being the ones that are like, oh, well, um, you know, rather than looking at it and going, God, they've done a fantastic job here, right, we need to up our game, we need to do this, we need to do that, we can take ideas in terms of how, even if it's just a case of ideas of how they've done this by, by getting a prolonged beta test out there to people. Like, I think it was like three years or something that uh, that um, Larry and Studios did. Take those. It doesn't have to be the same content. Just take those ideas and run with it. You know, generally speaking, because one of the one of the things that I saw were were people going, "Oh yeah, but don't forget they've got like you know four hundred devs across you know worldwide. You know, they they had a beta test for you know for three years. They they used." Um, all of the tools and technologies that they gathered from uh, original uh, Divinity Original Sin 1 2. Yeah, that's fine. But then you can't tell me that somebody like Activision, Blizzard, Bethesda, um, Ubisoft, etc., don't have that kind of backing, a background. So if Larian Studios can deliver it, why the hell can't the big boys that have been around for ages? It's, it's just an excuse for them to keep delivering crap products. And unfortunately, and we've seen, and we've said time and time again, be careful if and when you do pre-order. You've got to vote. The only way that this will change is if we do vote with our wallets. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I just was thinking about how um, similar it is to, say, being at work. Um, you know, that place of um, where you earn money and you've got that one guy. <laughs> you've got that one guy. He's, um, you know, if, if you're, you've got that one guy who's does, he does everything, but he's there in the morning, there in the afternoon, they're all, uh, you know, he's there all day. And he's, he makes, and then everyone complains that he's doing all the work yeah. and he's the only one that's, um, they, none, no one else can get the overtime because he's the one doing all the work. It's like, you didn't ask for it. You didn't. You know. You didn't put the extra effort in. He is, and and everyone will complain about that one person, but no one ever sort of like does anything about it. So that's like you know that it's just the same. You know, it's sort of similar sort of thing. You know, it's like if they. It is that. It is envious. It's just fucking. They're just filled with envy. It's like I hate when game when these big companies do that. That um, what is it? Microsoft. 
more recently I said about scoring system, you know, they don't aim for a 10. Wasn't it? Uh, I think uh, Freddie yeah. actually mentioned it. You know, yeah. They don't aim for a 10. It's like, we don't aim for a 10 because, you know, we like to lower ourselves. Like, lower, you're, you're lowering uh, your score rating because if you high, if you pull it up high, it means that you've got to put an effort. It's like, how, how, and that's it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's all about putting effort. And it's, we've seen the same thing. I mean, um, uh, uh, Bungie are getting, have got their lowest, I think, player base yet, and their biggest um, negative feedback yet from the latest expansions that they did. Everybody yeah. with Witch Queen, Lightfall had issues. It was a crap, from, from what I was gathering, having not played it because I've, I've, listened, I've been watching what some of the other players, the hardcore players were saying. Um, crap story, uh, buggy, pointless story. Um, and they keep removing, obviously, because they keep removing content as well. It's like they're removing content you've played for. And this, that's a separate issue with, with the whole thing of, of like live streaming games. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just looking at a list of PC games came out this year that were broken at launch. We've got Forspoken, Wild Hearts, Hogwarts Legacy. I got it on console, so that wasn't an issue for me as such, but it was partly broken on PC. Uh, Woe Long, yeah. Last of Us Part 1, Jedi Survivor, Redfall. Oh, God. All big games, all broken. I mean, Christ, Jedi Survivor, for most people, didn't even freaking work when you booted it up. <laughs> on launch. How? How this do you is... screw that up? Yeah. And I know we've spoken about a lot of those. Like, um, I think the, well, I mean, to be honest, I, I would say I, I wouldn't go too much heavy on um, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I think, yes, it had some buggy problems, but like, I think they fixed yes. it quite quickly. But they did. The, they did, But fair. there are other games that they, they took it, it took forever and a day to sort of get something done. Like, I know I, I've already, I don't want to, um, bash on about this one too much but even Phasmo just recently their update it's literally a couple of days and they've gone right okay we've got to fix this got I, that's kind of expected it's still in early access anyway I must um, st- I don't think I actually yeah. mentioned it it's still in early access it's not on full release if it had been full release then I think a lot more people would have given them a negative review but they haven't um, but we're also not talking about a AAA studio there yeah exactly it's like it's got a handful of like people sort of working on it. Whereas there, there yeah, I mean, are like, sorry. <clears throat> like I said, like, like Jedi Survivor, that's what that's Disney and EA, isn't it? Yeah. Is it EA? Uh, EA? Yes, I think it is. Um, uh, that is unforgivable. It is because they've got, I mean, even like you, I know you briefly touched on Overwatch being, it's not so much that it's a buggy game, but like they're, the, the reason that got hit on was hard by a lot of people was because it was a free-to-play game, but you had to pay. There's the, the bundles that are available, uh, the Invasion bundles, the Invasion bundle, uh, Ultimate bundle. Thirty, You got £35, uh, £12, uh, 13 quid, um, 70 quid if you get the Ultimate sort of like plus editions, if you get all the content. Um, it got an overwhelming negative. It's the number one over, um, negative game on Steam 
Overwatch 2 because they want because Blizzard went, oh, we're gonna have to. I think they got criticized for not having enough um availability to uh, other people. You had yes. to own Blizzard, you had to own their own store to order it. Now they've expanded it, but the moment they the moment it came on Steam, it was like, yeah, that shit because they didn't <laughs> deliver what they promised. They exactly. never did, and it's it's basically that. I think that sets the tone for everything that you've met. All the they didn't yeah. deliver what they've promised. Um, no, they didn't. And but I think I mean number one, surely number one of any product you are selling, it has to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just and I just and, I, and yeah, the, the excuse that they always say is, oh well, you know, developing for. You know, developing for PC is hard because of all the different types of, you know, everything from motherboards to graphics cards to, you know, processors. Well, it's been like that for as long as I can remember. I used to build PCs. Yeah. And yeah, all right, you know, you, you didn't have, you know, the different kind of, you didn't have like SLI graphics cards back then and what have you. But you still had, you know, it might have been AMD, it might have been Intel, different graphics cards, different RAM different RAM speeds, but you always had that. But yet they still managed to release boxed games that worked <laughs> on all platforms. I, I just, I don't understand that mentality. And yeah, it might be hard, but it's the job you signed up to do. Is that, I mean, I guess... We... If, you're making, if you can't do it, don't make a PC game. Stick yeah. to console. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think it... Um, it obviously, like the the, the the big, the big, the higher ups and all that. That's they. They're the ones that carry. They're holding the whips to get these, you know, developers going. But that should it shouldn't come to that. It should never come to that. And then no, case, it shouldn't. Um, you know, and we saw what you know. We saw what the upper echelons could do because they forced CDPR to release Cyberpunk in a god awful state. Which yes, and again, that's uh, it. Took them a year to fix. Go, that goes to one of the, your your list, um, yeah. Right there as a game that was broken on release, yeah. Um, yeah, I've I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of hearing, um, I'm sick of hearing the the amount of bullshit that comes out of these um, game developers. We spoke uh, very early on about indie games, um, yep. doing really well, and um, um, I know when Kate was listening to some of your games that you were talking about, all of those indie games that we're talking about, none of them have had any real negativity aimed at them. In fact, if you look at something like Dave the Diver, and I know we've spoken about that as a one of those runaway success games where it's a small indie developers who have come out, made what is to be, has been probably what the game of the year. Um, I think, Although Baldur's Gate now looks like it's one of the very few far between, very high up. Yes, it's a little bit bigger studio. It's a probably it's had a, a massive following. It's it was never perfect on release. I've seen I've seen playthroughs of it. As I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but I think it's easy. It's an easy watch without having too much spoilers because people are playing it at certain different. Um, points of the game and, and the way in which the game is played um, it can have different outcomes um, but it is one of those very few far-betweens where it's been a 
massive success. And this envious um, bullshit that's following it at the moment, it, and it is, and it is just bullshit. It's like, well, oh, we want what you, you've got. We're not going to do anything about it. So we're just going to shit on your parade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just get over it. Get, get over it. Just like you haven't developed a game that has been successful. Get over it. Stop the envious. Just if you want something as good as that, do better. <laughs> just do something better. Create a game that actually works, for God's sake. That would be a start. <laughs> You know, don't <laughs> wait. I mean, and and the whole, the whole, yeah. I mean, even Borders Gate. I'm sure it has a patch um, releases because you know, like I said, I was as I was going to say about um, you know watching these streamers and that. I was like, holy shit! Why would you put a camera? Why would you put a camera there at that position? It just doesn't work. You know, pointing it behind a, a character that's in the foreground. And and then the, it, it's the camera sort of clipping, or the it looks like the camera's clipping for the e. Sorry, Mike, just whacked my microphone just then. Um, yeah, that's gonna be ed- that's gonna be hard to edit. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, point. Oh, I'm sort of going off on one there. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, 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 it was just weird how the, the camera sort of like clipped for the character. It's just weird. Uh, um, anyway, it's a weird bug, but we I don't one that is easily looked past because you can just brush past it. You can say, you know what? I don't matter. I can't afford it, but I'd love to be able to, I still would love to be able to get Borders Gate 3. Um, it's one of my, I, I, I'm, I'm envious of those who have it. I don't, I, I don't want to fall into that envy thing. I, I haven't made a game that, um, <laughs> in that sense. Um, yet. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I can provide voices for one. If anyone's interested, <laughs> hire me. Um, we know. <laughs> to repeat, something, what I said something else I spotted as well um, throughout the news, which I just thought was kind of, <laughs> again, kind of typical, but also cheeky. Um, so the new or uh, whatever the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game is. That's yeah. Out. Have you seen the price of the skins for the turtles? No. I, do you know I didn't know that there was? <laughs> there are obviously four skins you can get. That's, <laughs> I shouldn't have said it like that. There are four skins that you can get. <laughs> ah, four candles. Oh. <laughs> wow. That wasn't even on purpose. Here's a shovel. Holy crap. Here's... <laughs> yeah. One skin? Yeah, anyway. Um, there are four of them that you can get. 15 quid each. Wow. 15 on, quid on each? On top of the game, 15 quid each. What? They want you to pay 60 quid for all of those skins for each of the turtles. No. <laughs> what the hell? Holy crap. <laughs> That's just insane. <laughs> Oh, for those horror fans among you, um, Alan Wake 2 has been delayed from its October 17th launch, but only by 10 days. New launch date, October 27th. Ah, well, I mean, I I personally... (laughs) so so sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't meta. 
It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Um, no, but I, I, I think I said it earlier about a game that doesn't get released straight away. I think can be a good thing because it. I mean, agree. Um, if 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 you're a game developer and you're and you want your game to be successful, surely what you aim for, without being pressured by you know some big corporate piece of crap who's like you know throwing the whip at you um and telling you just to hurry up you know what you really want for if you're passionate about something like you want to approach it like i think with any any sort of trade any sort of job you know if you're you know um michelin star chef like the last thing you want to do is send out a piece of crap on a plate and i think that you know the gaming industry would you know if you was creating something need to take that sort of same approach you know, you don't send out crap. Don't send out. Don't send it out. If it, if it's not ready, don't send it out. Don't put it out there. Don't I say, agree. "Oh, fix it later." This whole "fix it later" thing has to, you know, it's, it's got never. To stop. It's got to stop. It won't. But it ultimately, I don't think it. It, it never will stop. But um, it's what you, we want to hear. Yes, and we would hope in that some of the crap that was like the merger that was Microsoft. You know, I know we've spoken about that as well before. Um, we was hoping that that would probably put an end to certain crap, but well, somebody and I forget who has tried to buy Larian Studios. Oh, really? Larian have turned Larian have turned around and gone, mm, nah, nah, so, no, <laughs> no thanks, <laughs> no. We've got, a, yeah. I mean, if you've got a good thing going, then what? Oh, uh, again, as long as it doesn't affect the company, like let's like let's hope that they stay grounded as well, keep getting themselves grounded and not get too. Yeah, you've got a good win on your hands, but can you maintain that in the future? Well, I mean, the track record seems to say that they can. They can, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they've you know if they've done something before and it's not, they haven't let it get to their head. That's great. That's great. I'm all for that. So yeah, I'm envious in a different way, but that's only because I don't own it, but not because I've bought something out. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going, well, I want to be like you, but here's the crap I made. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's that's kind of stupid. Anyway, I know you sort of briefly moved. I I, I didn't mean to go back to that. I know you moved on. No, 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 that's fine. Um, Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been the news hasn't been that great, apart from what we've already gone over and covered. It hasn't really. There was there was something else that I spotted. I'm just trying to get back to it. Um, it is another or potentially another um, handheld games console coming out from Lenovo. Right. If I can find it. Okay. I did see it. Um, it's it hasn't been a. F- uh, officially announced. I think it's like more of a of a proof of concept at the moment. Uh, oh, here it is. The what have they called it? Have they given it a name yet? Basically, it's going to look at. It looks a little bit like a switch, but cooler, in my opinion. Has it got a name? Oh, the Legion Go. <laughs> okay, interesting name. But yeah, it's very, very switch-like. Uh, yeah. So it's got like removable con, uh, removable controllers, etc. But it looks like between the switch and then, obviously, following on the, from the success of the Steam Deck, 
um, that does appear to have opened a gap in the market for these for, for newer handheld consoles. Uh, not really got any specs on it, but it is. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be running Windows 11. Uh, it's going to have an eight-inch display, AMD's Phoenix processor. That's uh, about all I can find on it at the moment. But for those that like that kind of style of um, like the handheld style, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's 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 always good to have competition in the market. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, because um, I think the the last thing to come out the handheld was just the the uh, Steam Deck, wasn't it? It was. Um, but I, I mean. I've I've already spoke. I've already had my piece oh. on this. <laughs> Sorry, you just reminded me of something. Go on. I, I was. Um, oh, all right. Go on. No, you, you carry on. You carry on. Oh no, I was just gonna say I've I've already had my 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 say on 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 that. Um, was basically I'm not a big fan of handheld stuff because it's personally I'd rather I if I go anywhere I don't go far enough to warrant playing a game. I mean, I, like to keep me mind occupied. Um, I mean, me personally, I, you know, I don't do a lot of gaming travel and I also wouldn't want to lose it or get it broken. And that's the other reason why I don't like handhelds. Cause if you're at home, I'll be on the PC anyway. That's all I was yeah. going to say. But again, I'm, I'm not going to get too, too into that because I've already, I have already spoken about that, but, um, yeah, competition is always good regardless. Um, I'm not against, I'm not against them per se i just i personally could can can live without them but yeah sorry uh bacon anyway i sort of interrupted you that's all right you, i you forgot <laughs> i was using the time to try and find what i was looking for uh mainly because i was looking for a price uh so yeah <laughs> so red dead redemption oh was yeah released a couple of days ago on yeah. switch and yeah uh, PS4 or PS5 backwards compatible. Yeah. For 50 quid. What? what this is it's the first not game. remastered. This is not remastered. It is not had any work to do to it. It's literally a port only. That's ridiculous quid. because, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean game, to be fair. Let's just check. Let me just check. I'm curious just to see when Red Dead Redemption actually came out. Red. First one. What? Oh, God, Steam doesn't have the first one. Red God, it doesn't. Yeah. Actually, Google is my friend. Google will tell me. I think it was... Actually, I think it's earlier than I was thinking. Dead Redemption came out in 2010. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. Um, thanks, Jimbo. I know we, as, as professional streamers, don't look at chat, but since you've already done it once, I thought I'd worry <laughs> off that. Yeah. Um, it's thirty nine ninety nine. I apologies. I apologize. Yeah. Not fifty quid. Yeah. Even so. But even so, there's still forty quid for a twenty ten game that hasn't yeah. been touched, other than just a port. That's 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 rocks. That, but that's rocks. That I mean, as it much is. as I do admire what they put into their games, and like they do put a lot of detail in Red Dead Redemption Two. There was quite a lot of 
detail has been found. But still, even, I mean, this that was 2019 and that's still mm. 60 quid. And I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think a game after it's been out for a few years, I think they need to reduce the price. Personally, I don't think, you know, I think what, it's, uh, you know, I think five years is a good time to sort of go, right, you know, it's 60 quid now. Let's go down to sort of 30 quid on that one. Maybe, and the first game, not to be touched, <clears throat> you know, and it's just a pull only. I, I would have expected like, that's about 20 quid, maybe. Like, it's, is it worth, I mean, is it really that good that it deserves to be that, the price that it is if it's at the what, time it was 13 and it, yeah. it's, it's not that the game isn't obviously any you know for, especially for people that haven't played no, it it's, it's not like the game has has gone excuse the english but less good over time but the fact is it has been out for such a long time it's like well, that's like 13 years old yeah it's like if they were to re-release uh on dvd i don't know like it's like like for example when they when they released like the star wars saga on DVD. Yeah. After it being on VHS. It's like, yeah, but you're talking about, especially the first movie, you're talking about something that came out in like 78, 79. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's... I'm like, come on. <laughs> I know. We love it. And I know it's on a new platform and stuff, but still. And like I said, it hasn't had any enhancements. It's not 4K, anything like that. Yeah. That's why I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, twenty quid is yeah, so that's a twenty quid, twenty five quid. That's fine. That's, that's a fair price to pay, but like, um, for a game that's thirteen years old, mm. um, but yeah, again, like, it's just I don't understand. It's just Rockstar again. They seem to do these things where they just like keep they keep. Putting, they always putting, have kept their prices high. Yeah, their prices have always been high. It's like, how old is like? I don't want to get into too. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much. But like, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto, um, five. I think there's the lot. I mean, there are loads of people waiting for six to come out. Obviously, but I after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit five at some point. But that came out in 2013. 2013 as well so about uh oh sorry that's like three years after weren't it um, well, three years after yeah yeah so that's that's 10 years old that's ten, i've got it i mean i've got that on on um on steam but like i've got it on xbox on steam but only because i didn't buy it twice because i'm not i'm not a moron <laughs> <laughs> not, not in this instance anyway but I, I happen to have it on PC as well because I actually won it in a giveaway on a stream. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I think... Um, and actually, and, and in my defense, I did offer to put it to put it back in for somebody else, but they refused, so <laughs> I ended up having it anyway. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, there's this not... Is, this is why I can't play Red Dead Redemption 2 because it's a funny story for you. When that came out, I didn't know what happened. I have the box for Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Xbox. I have the second disc. <laughs> I do not have the first disc. Oh, right. I have no idea. I can only assume that when I sold one of my previous Xboxes, 
the disc was inside it. That's the only thing I can possibly think of. So I actually can't. I can't install. It. I can't play it. Right. I can mm, see red, red, red dead. <laughs> Words are there, mm. but I can need to rearrange them in an English older. be hard. Yes, English be hard. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two is twelve ninety nine on CD keys. So yeah, I mean, really? you have to go to. You have to go to. That's very the, uh, the ultimate edition is eighteen forty nine. I just wanted to find out. Um, that is definitely PC, yeah. right? Yeah, the PC version, right? Oh, I said for Xbox, right? Xbox so one. Xbox is not is twenty quid. That is twenty quid. Yeah, Oddly, actually, um, uh, Red Dead Online is nine ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, I can get. Oh, that's yeah, that's story story mode. <laughs> um, but the. But that's only obviously if you go to a sort of like third party yeah. uh, website. So, but you'd have to, that's what you'd have to do to get it cheaper. Yep. Um, I personally would revisit Red Dead Redemption 2 because, like, it was, I, I, not the, I mean, the first, I never played the first one, but the first I, one was good. Yeah. I never completed it, but I did play a decent amount of it. Yeah, I did have uh, like the the second one, but again, it was PlayStation PlayStation Four. I moved on to PC since then, so for me to play it now, um, yeah, I I, I would go back to. I, I like the details in the games, but I always thought like, other than the fact that we go to a third per, uh, third party website to get it, I wouldn't. I'm not paying sixty quid, or I wouldn't even pay thirty or. Did you say thirty quid? Yeah, did we say thirty quid for the first one? Yeah, I wouldn't pay thirty quid for that. Sorry, I wouldn't. I think the problem that I find with it is that, and it's not you know it, it's a, it's a great game in its own right, and like you said, the details fantastic. There's a lot of content. I think the problem that I have is because it's the it's because of the the setting of the game. So I'm not a, like a massive like Wild Westy type person. Yeah, um, and even though I know you don't have to be to play it. I personally get more enjoyment, even though I haven't played it in, in quite some time, I get more enjoyment out of playing GTA V. There's just something about getting a helicopter, parachuting onto the top of a building, and then sniping the crap right. out of random passersby <laughs> okay. and cops. And just, <laughs> I'm not advocating this in real life, just, just saying. Just saying. But it's a game, well, no, no, people. Just chill. It's, it's a freaking game. It's all right. <laughs> not hurting anybody, only pixels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's just something about that that is just infinitely, for me, just more, <laughs> more relaxing. Well, I've got that on Steam. So if any time you want to revisit, let me know. I'll reinstall it. But I, yeah, I, I, it, was one of those, it was one of those games that I thought, oh, yeah, I think I probably got that because it was on a Steam sale or something. I mean, I know Steam sales happen a lot, but they never seem to include Rockstar <laughs> games a lot. Um, but yeah, I again, I I like messing around and that in those sort of games, and I think with mods are usually pretty good um, to get hold. Of. If you can get some mods, sort of make you know, I've seen again going to sort of t to Twitch side of things, and this is what inspires you, like when you're watching Twitch streamers do like the GTA Five 
mod modded versions can be quite quite amusing and it's it becomes sort of um yeah. rp you know it's uh-huh. it's all done for rp sake for the sake of like you know meeting meeting your friends online but you're yes now a, you're now an actual cat in the game it's because you've been modded or or whatever i mean you know there's been you know you can you can just make make stuff up um yeah, I, I I like watching those sort of that that sort of content. I find that kind of amusing um, to see. You know, it's good with with friends and that. It's good with friends, but like, yeah, to go back to play its original sort of like I've done that. You know, I want something different, but like to yeah. to to mess around in it is always is actually another good reason to go back. <laughs> yeah, GTA Five is one of the few games I actually have completed in recent times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to say 100 percent of it because there's so many different side missions. But certainly the main story oh, oh. and a lot of the side missions are completed. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I, I've t- <laughs> no, no way am I. No, I don't think. I don't think I would sort personally sit through another playthrough of it, like and try to find you know a better ending or something. I I can't do that. I've played it once. I'm happy with that. I'm I was happy with the outcome. I could have done a lot more, but I've moved on. And, I'm, yeah. you know, as a casual gamer, like you, you always going to find that anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. you, you'll play it once. You'll get the, you'll get the ending that you wanted or you didn't maybe, maybe it's not the ending that you wanted, but you get, you'll get an ending. You'll, you'll come to say, that's it. I've accepted it, but it's, that's got one. It's one of those. It can, you can go back into it. Um, and just, basically dick around <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i i usually do these days if i ever go i mean it's been a long time since i've gone back to it but yeah it is I, don't think... I just i try and do something so i go i go in there i'm like right i'm gonna do this that or the other i'm gonna like try and do these side missions inevitably i get caught up in a police chase which inevitably ends up with me hiding somewhere and just causing chaos until i die <laughs> i feel like we should move on because i feel we might have put kate to sleep yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> um well, if this is there anything else we can add, otherwise we can go straight to the uh, joke of the week. Then <laughs> we can move I've on from it. it. Right, I think you're going to be in for a treat now, Kate. Now we're coming towards <laughs> the end. So our <laughs> our dear friend who we've spoken about, and um, she's going to keep on getting spoken about until she returns, um, has uh, left us. She was one of our other co-host on the show who had her own section called Beth's Joke of the Week and she's and I'm delighted about this I'm actually like I'm looking forward I've been looking forward to this is the one thing I've been looking forward to the whole stream I'm going to be honest with you Um, the (laughs) fact that Beth has sent you one of her jokes and they are legendary jokes okay you'll appreciate it I'm sure (laughs) yeah I Leave. Well, I've got nothing else to say. Like bacon, if you're ready, please. I am ready. Enlighten us with a Beth's joke of the week via Canada. Yes, I, I will. Re- I will read out the entire message that I got, which is it's brief, but that's, this is the this is it's one brief. of Beth's typicals. Can you do? Can you do it in the style of Beth? I don't know because if I did it in the style of Beth, <clears throat> I'd have to say the punchline first. <laughs> or part way through and it would get confusing uh, i don't she has that only she has the skill to be able to do that yeah brilliant and still pull it off so i'll have to read it like in 
in standard form, I'm afraid. So this is what I got. I have a fun fact for you. T-shirts are actually called Tyrannosaurus shirts because of the short arms. <laughs> that was it! Oh, shit. I actually thought you was going to go... <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Beth, I actually love you more for that than I <laughs> ever thought was possible. Oh. When you understood, like, the, the mindset of Beth, you understand why that is actually really funny. Um, it's more funnier than the joke itself. Like, just the concept of understanding her. Ah. Uh, that is... Lesser. We miss you, Beth. Beth, we do. Oh, I'm going to have to hurry up and edit the last episode so I can do this one quickly <laughs> so we can get it out there soon. Because, um, yeah, Tom's, Tom's not waiting for no one on these. But I, as, as always with the podcast, once we get to the Joker Week, it pretty much sums up like, we've, <laughs> well, we've reached the end and that's it. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's do some uh, socials, and then we'll, we'll, we'll just basically end. So, um, Kate, I want to ask, uh, have you got any, like, now that we're coming to the end, um, first of all, have you enjoyed it? <laughs> Would you come back, please? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't blame you if you say no. Um, Whatever you say, it will be edited, so don't worry. Yeah, I, I can edit it out if you want to. <laughs> the answer will always be yes. Um in which case, I'll make your life easier. Yes, I would definitely come back. Oh, yay! <laughs> Jelly's got competition. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jelly left now. But yeah, one of our other um, uh, chatters that uh, we have on the on the Twitch channel is our dear friend, We're Jelly Ogre. And he normally, some, sometimes he jumps in on the podcast as well. But yeah, I think he might be relieved that you feel coming back because it means he can he doesn't have to <laughs> but um yeah i appreciate you actually coming in like literally we met you about um four hours ago um playing a bit of phasmo and here you are uh a, a guest um on the show much appreciated actually much appreciate you coming in staying in the call for this long um i didn't think anyone would stick around this long to be honest so i appreciate the I'm amazed fact i'm still here <laughs> yes I'm, <laughs> I'm amazed i'm still here um but yeah appreciate that you came in um but as we always get to as we always do with the show we always like normally if you're a streamer we'd ask are you streaming um or if you're not streaming it because it's a gaming podcast if you've already talked about games at the start are there games that are in your future that you'd like to play at some point? Is there something else that you'd like to get on to? Um, <laughs> is there anything in, in the pipeline that you might have lined up um, uh, that you'd well, um, like to talk about briefly? Well, I'm not a streamer. Um, that's not something that I've ever, ever really done, to be honest. Um, I'm not too sure. I mean, at the minute, uh, my my next biggest project is attempting to finish my first run of Skyrim, um, which I am sure will take me a very long time. <laughs> you should stream that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, honestly, it'll probably be trying to justify spending the money on Baldur's Gate <laughs> because I do love me some Divinity. 
Well, see, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I, I'd love to justify spending the money, but from what I understand, it is a very big game. So you, yeah. you're, you've got your money's worth straight away. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't worry too much on that. I, I would actually accept it. And like, given that it's got such a massive following and it's been doing really well, it's doing like, obviously, because it is such a big game, anyone who has streamed it, um, I would say that they've obviously stuck sticking with it. And yeah, um, it's a co-op as well. So you, you can invite friends in as a, from, like again, like only from what I've seen. I don't know too much about it. Our resident uh, other host that we normally have, Freddie Show, he has got it. He has played it. If he were here, I'm sure he would give you a much more insight to the game. I'm sure he would have spoken about it and probably um, chew your ears off on it. But yeah, um, yeah, he would um, have a lot more to say about it than I do. But from what I understand of it, it is a really big game so yeah don't worry about spending the money i think you can justify it by its just by its uh sheer magnitude of like what it's about uh you know trying i think to you're definitely right so yeah I, I i think it's i think it's definitely um earned its its place in in terms of gaming um yeah no, that's good um but yeah yeah thank you very much for coming in yeah well thanks and, for having me and as i said before the you're in the discord so anytime that um any of us are playing phasmo or if anytime you want to join um feel free to just ask um and we'll, i'm sure i'm sure um we'll fit you in any of our, the gaming sessions that we have like when in terms of phasmo and or anything else like you know there's other games that are co-op that you uh, you feel like you want to introduce into the discord feel free to do so you're more than welcome and uh bacon i know that you are busy you're a busy cat <laughs> um like obviously I, I won't ask if you're streaming but like if you want to mention that if you are feel free to do so but is there a game that you've got lined up that you want to play um well i've just been i'm just been honest i know it's <laughs> yeah, not i'm not going to ask but are you <laughs> I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you i'll let you sort of answer it if you do want to mention you know what i actually if i if i feel like the way that I did today, there's a good chance that I will be streaming tomorrow. Okay, excellent. We we'll look um, forward to that. <laughs> I don't. I never want to say definitely because I've said this a few times. I'm like, yeah, I'll stream, and then I just, for whatever reason, don't get around to it. Um, but yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping I'll do. As for what game I'll be streaming, there are a lot of games that I want to play. There are games that I've sort of start. Um, I honestly don't know. It might be a continuation of Gibbous. Um. Or I may just start off with something new. Something I haven't played yet, you know? Yeah. Deep Sky Derelicts, maybe, because that's, so that's been on my list for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not the style of game I would normally play, so I'm quite interested to see what it's like. Uh, so, yeah, you never know. Cool. Watch this space. Watch this space, everyone. The cat is on the prowl. <laughs> well, um, I won't be a cat if I do stream, because, unfortunately, oh no, I, yeah. My potato of a PC can no longer um, do a <laughs> do a face rig combined with an actual stream without dropping a ridiculously large oh. amount of frames. Oh, we just have um, to, we just have to have welcome back the the bacon that is then. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So, uh, and as for myself, I will be back streaming 
as of this recording. Um, I'll, I'm going to continue playing the Phasmo update. I am liking what I've already started already. Um, so I will be available now. I think I've got to remind B. <laughs> I know Yorkshire B was around earlier. Um, she just popped by quick briefly. But uh, um, she did say today, and uh, so I'm holding her to this, but yeah, she did say she'll be available tomorrow. But I, regardless of whether she's she can join me or not, I will be streaming Phasmo again tomorrow. I've been streaming it since Thursday. Um, I didn't do it, obviously, today because we did the podcast, but sun, uh, tomorrow being Sunday, and again on Monday because the weekly challenge is uh, will be available. I'm very much enjoying the new update, and um, I have yet to be tired of that. Usually, an update has been small, and it like I get I get over it quite. You know, I do it for a couple of times, but this being as big as it is, it, I think it acquires that that much more attention to it. So. Yeah, I'm going to carry on playing it for a little longer than I normally would. Um, normally, I'd give it a rest and come back to it. But no, I'm going to continue playing it. Um, I suppose I have given it a rest because of the day. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's its respite, one day. <laughs> which is which is kind of generous for me. Um, yeah, I'll be back again uh, tomorrow. But um, thank you very much for everyone being here. And thanks very much for, I've got to say a big thank you to Kate for joining us once again. Thank you, Kate, for being here. Much appreciated your time. And uh, it's probably already gone now. She's like, I'm done. It's like two and a half hours. Fuck that. <laughs> right. Thank you very much again, Bacon, for being here. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again real soon. So don't forget, you can listen to us over on Spotify, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Audible, and anywhere that you can normally pick up a podcast. That is us done. Thanks very much for watching. If you are watching live over on twitch.tv forward slash funnybitsboy, B-O-I, that's one word. And uh, yeah, as always, we'll see you again soon. Good, good night from us all. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>